Romans chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. For I long to see you so that I may impart some spiritual gift to you that you may be established. Now elsewhere, Paul talks about wanting to be refreshed by the saints in Rome or wanting to enjoy their company. But right here, he says that he actually wants to impart something. And specifically, he says, I want to impart a spiritual gift to you that you may be established. Well, what in the heck does that mean? What does that mean? Does it mean that Paul is a dispenser of spiritual gifts and he's walking around laying hands on people and giving them certain things? Well, that would contradict the rest of Scripture, which says gifts are given according to the will of the Spirit of God who gives them, okay? And Paul says, I wish that you all spoke in tongues. If he's the dispenser of spiritual gifts, he should have just dispensed it. That's actually not what he's saying, and here's why it's not what he's saying. Verse 12 makes it explicitly clear. It interprets verse 11. Verse 11 again, For I long to see you so that I may impart some spiritual gift to you that you may be established. Verse 12, that is. What's another uh, rendering of that if we were talking about this in our own common vernacular? What would we say instead of that is? No. No. We wouldn't say so that or we wouldn't say therefore. What we would say is that is or what I mean by this is or to put it in another way, this is what Paul's saying. So now that we understand that phrase right there, let's look again at verse 11 and 12. It's really cool. For I long to see you so that I may impart some spiritual gift to you that you may be established. What I mean by this is that I may be encouraged together with you while among you, each of us by the other's faith, both yours and mine. Here's how we need to read this verse. When Paul says that he wants to impart some spiritual gift, he's actually talking about his own faith. 1 Corinthians 12.9 tells us that faith is a part of that spiritual gifting uh, package that people can have. So he actually wants to talk about his own faith or share his own faith with them. Uh, And I believe it would be his faith with feet. So all the actions that God has done. He's boasting again in what God has done. It's important to remember that the word impart means to make known or to communicate. It does not always mean to bestow upon. And so he says, I want to make known, I want to communicate to you my faith. Next, when Paul says that this gift is to establish them, he's not establishing them as a church. They already are a church. What he's saying is that he wants to encourage them. That's why it's paralleled in verse 12 with encouragement. So if we read this again uh, with all of that in mind, it might sound something like this. For I long to see you so that I may impart, I may, uh, I may communicate, I may make known to you my faith, my spiritual gift to you, that you may be established or encouraged. What I mean is what I said, that I may encourage you or be encouraged together with you while among you, each of us by the other's faith, yours and mine. Here's the third observation of a great church, and that is that a great church shares faith stories among other true Christians, and everyone is encouraged. When, when, you're, when you're a devout Christian, when you're a faithful Christian, and somebody comes to you and says, okay, so here's what Jesus did in my life, and here's how it's played out, it is an encouragement to the other person. 
We talk about testimonies all the time and the need for testimonies because faith lived out is encouraging to fellow believers. But there is a time when faith lived out is not so encouraging to fellow believers. And that is what we learned a couple of weeks ago. When the fellow believer is weak in their faith, what happens there is that you share your faith journey, you share what God is doing in your life, and because somebody is weak in their faith, they often judge you. That happens in the church. Isn't it a pity? It happens in the church. It, they judge you, and they, and they kind of uh, size you up and say, I'm not so sure about that. What is it? The root of all of that is one, immaturity, but two, envy which are not things that are fitting for the people of God. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, transitioning into 1 Corinthians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul actually reprimands the Corinthians for this very idea. He says, you guys are supposed to be spiritual people, but you're acting sure fleshly. Why do I know this? Because there's dissensions and strife and jealousy and, and anger among you. Why, why is that there? You see, the people of God are to be known by their faith, their faith with feet, and that should be encouraging to all of us. So Paul writes to these people and he says, I can't wait to be among you. I want you to see what God's doing through me, and I sure want to hear what God's doing through you. 